there is a paper, a scientific study showing that Big Thunder Mountain Railroad will help you pass a kidney stone. Really? This is real science. They brought 3D printed models of, of kidneys onto the ride. And yeah, it, if you need to get one loose, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad is the place to go. No wonder why it's a fan favorite. Even the kidneys <laughs> love it. Welcome back and welcome new friends to the Easy Dizit Podcast. I'm Justin, a hyper nerd travel planner and someone who has just never understood the appeal of Donald Duck. And I'm Autumn, a new Disney enthusiast, and I generally like to describe myself as someone who can make the most out of any situation, uh, except Dinoland USA. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> and here on Easy Dizit, we share ideas on staying happy and healthy in the parks. And we have some fun with news, games, and trivia as well. So today on the show, we have part two of Strollin' the Castle with Tommy from the Cheesy Mouse podcast, and we are heading to Frontierland. I'm so excited. I like this segment. We also have a new segment called Three Tips from a Nerd. <laughs> and we're going to bring back one we did the other day via, hey, hey, easy diz it. Easy diz it. <laughs> Where we're going to read a one-star review from the internet and try and use the info we have and the info in that review to try and make your next trip to Disney or Universal uh, a little bit more successful. Yeah, happy and healthy. Yeah, happy and healthy. But first, we've got friendly transition banter with Autumn. Oh, all right. <laughs> How's it going, Autumn? <laughs> it's go. I'm not feeling too great today. I had a cold and then thought I was feeling better, and then um, and I don't feel so great today. Yep, everyone's sick this weekend. That's that's the yeah. theme. But you know what? We're alive and we have a microphone, so let's do a podcast. We're here, yeah. We watched Hocus Pocus last night, Hocus Pocus 2. Hocus Pocus 2, I yeah. I fell asleep for a good chunk of it. You did. And became disinterested. How did you like it? <laughs> I fell asleep for five minutes, had to rewind it back, and then <laughs> and then was good. It was, it was good. It was good. I think it stayed true to the... In a lot of ways, it stayed true to like the the initial one in terms yeah. of like the storyline, and and so I, I I my guess is that I think people will like it. If you like the first one, you'll like this. Absolutely. Um, it wasn't too different, and it wasn't I don't think like too much exactly the same. It was right. it was nice. I agree. In the middle. As far as sequels go, I think it was good. As far as Halloween movie sequels go, I think it was very good. Very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's any other Halloween movie sequel yeah. that is as good as. Excellent point. And I thought the the prologue, the beginning of the movie, was really strong. That was really strong, and I think you see surprising. The... Like you're not expecting yeah. to for the story to go in that direction. So I I like that too. You see the yeah. the witches, all three with the Sanderson sisters as Let's younger. Not too much away. Well, I'm just gonna say you see them as younger. Yeah. Yeah, I can say that. Yeah. The actors that did that were just I think awesome. they did really well. They did yeah. re they did really well. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. I think that that was. No, hands down. I think that was definitely the highlight, along with one other component, which I will not share because it's a spoiler. If you've seen the <laughs> and then there was this other part that I thought was terrible, but I won't talk about that. Either. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough hocus pocus. You you want to get into a brand new segment? I would like to jump into a brand new segment. I'm excited about All right, this. It's called Three Tips from a Nerd. The nerd being me. Mm. And a tip is like a little bit of info. And each week I'm going to try and bring you, if this, if we continue with this segment, and a lot of this will be based on listener feedback. So please. May I interject? I want to say that I'm really excited that you explained what you meant by tip there. Yeah. And I'm saying this seriously because it's, what do we call that? 
is that like a colloquial colloquialism like yeah someone from an, another country and or we culture have, i might not have any right. idea what that means and we have so listeners from other countries as well so we do yes we do we, we have do. worldwide listeners so anyway i'll so, stop talking now <laughs> go ahead well i'm gonna give three tips right one to save money one to avoid hassle and one to have more fun you ready for these? I'm excited. I'm excited. I like this. All right. So the first one, Autumn, save money. Mm. And this is something that we've talked about on the show before. I think I know what it is. Bring in snacks. Yeah. Because snacks are tasty. And Disney snacks are tasty, but they're also what? Very, very expensive. <laughs> yeah. You can Six to $10 for a snack. Yeah. 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 Bring in your own snacks. And if I could, can I add to that? Yeah. If there is something you want, the beauty of the internet is like you can know all of the treats that are sold everywhere. Mm-hmm. And that way you could budget. Like I really want to like this one trip, I'm going to allow myself like one or two treats and that's, I'm going to get that. And then yeah. everything else I'm going to bring in. Yeah. I'm gonna, use the internet. Let the internet be your friend for that. I'm going to set aside $20 for churros. Yeah. Because you can't bring in a hot, warm churro. You can't. You know? But some things you, you can bring in. I do recommend bringing in like your favorite snacks, maybe things you don't usually get, because yeah. you're gonna need something to compete with that that Mickey ice cream bar. Mm-hmm. And like the, the Doritos that you eat every day are not gonna cut it. No. So bust out your Dunkaroos, <laughs> bust out your... Yeah, you can still let, your have, have, let yourself have something special that you don't mm-hmm. normally have, but just much, much cheaper than, yes. than what you would buy in Disney inside of the parks. Yeah, and snack throughout the day, keep your blood sugar at as stable level as you can, and that'll help you save a little money with those impulse snack buys too. And stay in drinking a lot of water. Ooh, that's Keeps good. Oh, I, we'll just do that next week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's a great, that's a great tip. All right, ready for the second tip? Yes. To, to avoid some hassle. Yeah. Travel. If you can, book your Disney or Universal trip in September, October, the beginning of December, the end of January. The lines are much better because the parks are less crowded. Mm. So in essence, what you're saying is when you're saying book, you mean go. Yes. Not like, okay, because that might be. So so the idea is if you can, you want to be in Disney World. Like book your trip to be there during those times because they really do tend to be less crowded. Yes. Which means costs go down. I think out of all of those, most significantly, the very beginning of September, the very end of August and the very beginning of September when all the kids are back in school for the first week. No one's taking their kids out of school for the first or second week of school. Even folks in the South though that go back earlier, like that's still within the first month. People aren't missing that time. So you'll see it every year. I always see, you know, the vloggers post pictures of the, the parks. They're like almost empty. It's a visible difference. Yeah. yeah. The only qualm here, and I actually just had two two clients in the, the beginning of September mm-hmm. head to Disney World. Yeah. Uh, uh, but but the thing here, the trade-off is here, what happened, you know, last week with Ian. So you might get a hurricane yeah, in September. Right. That is true. But those other dates and times are, are decent too. Yes. Probably, I would assume January too, like right after the holidays might yes. be a good time. Yes. You just have to dodge those holiday weekends like Martin Luther King Day. Mm. And then in February, same thing, you go to Dodge Presidents. All right. But yeah, check out the crowd calendar on touringplans.com or Disney Tourist Blog. And that will give you an idea of when crowd levels are the lowest. Yeah. Oh, thanks. That's a great one. You ready for a third tip to have more fun? The, yes, I'm most excited about hearing oh, this one. Do you like fun? I like fun. <laughs> <laughs> Just not Dino Land USA. Just not Dino <laughs> Got it. All right. Oh. So here's a tip to have more fun. There's something called Hidden Mickeys. You know about these, Autumn. I know about these. What's a Hidden Mickey? Hidden Mickeys are Mickey-shaped anything, anything in mm-hmm. the park. And in they the park. are purposely place there for people to 
stumble upon basically and they are at they are in the when we say in the parks they are like in all four parks they are in the resorts they mm-hmm. are in restaurants they are placed yeah you'll see them in all uh, out everywhere queues mm-hmm. on site mm-hmm. uh, inside the ride sometimes mm-hmm. uh, so you can make this a fun like competition with your family like who finds the most hidden mickeys it's a really great thing yeah when you have some downtime which you will because there is even if you have a very efficient you know plan created you're still gonna have to wait there, yeah. there will be waiting in disney so that can kind of be a nice mindful activity to do <laughs> waiting from lines waiting for people in your party to go to the bathroom <laughs> It's a lot of waiting, waiting in the churro line. Yeah, waiting for hot churros. That's so, right. This is funny. This is something I just learned. And I, I found one source on it, and I found a second source that seems to cooperate. So I'm going to go with it. This might be a fact that Hidden Mickeys actually originated in Epcot. And that was because when Epcot first started, mm. there were no characters in the park. They really tried to keep the characters out of the park, and it was all about future technology and like the real world. So the way the Imagineers worked in their Mickeys were with these hidden Mickeys, like silhouettes of Mickey here and it's, there. That's fat. No, I didn't know that. That's interesting. It's on Epcot. It makes sense. Yeah. I can, that makes sense. That makes sense. And also, I would say if you are definitely interact with cast members, that a lot of them will have some really cool knowledge. That's in our last point. trip, I got some really interesting knowledge. So, so talk with them and ask them about hidden Mickeys. Also, if you're you know having trouble finding some. Some might give you some, some yes. little nods and hints. I think the gentleman in the Polynesian lo- lobby was, yes. he was great. Was it he Ken? Was awesome. Ken at the Ken. Polynesian? Yeah. Ken was so great. Ken, I hope you listen to us. It was great. It was great. So chat up, chat up the cast members about Hidden Mickeys. They love it. All right. So that was three tips from a nerd. Yeah. So next, what should we do? And a nerd's on? wife. And a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> what should we do? Let's do Ace Thumbs J because I'm excited. Now we have something for Ace Thumbs J for those of you that are new. Welcome. In this segment, I come up with trivia facts related to Disney in any way, shape, or form, and try to test Justin and see, you know, how good is his knowledge, how good is his travel planning, how good is his knowledge of parks and of of the resorts and things like that. And so So, today... So it's a Disney trivia. Disney trivia. You might say it's Disney trivia. You might say that. (laughs) Designed Um, to make me look dumb. That's exactly the purpose. I woke up one morning and said, "Mm." How can I make Justin look dumb on the internet? (laughs) I'll just ask him to talk. (laughs) That was easy. So I'm excited because, you know, I came up with like a concept or a theme this week that we haven't done yet. All right, let's go. So I'm excited about it. Okay, so to get your brain, give you a little hint. This, today's theme is going to be Disney+. Plus. Disney Plus, the online video streaming service from Disney. Yes, that is correct. All right, as of August, this past August, August 2022, how many million subscribers does Disney Plus have? Hmm, okay. Well, there's like what? Like 300 million people in the United States. Just trying to like get in like the right ballpark here. So, you know, it is a worldwide service, of course, but just thinking in terms of of people, I feel like 20 million would be very low and... Correct. And 300 million (laughs) would be a little high. Mm, Also correct. All right. So somewhere between there, I'm going to say 
Now you're saying Disney Plus subscribers. We're not talking about Hulu. We're not talking about ESPN Plus, right? Just Disney, Disney Plus, Plus paid subscribers. As of this month. August 2022. August, August 2022. I don't have the September stats. I should listen to the earning calls more often. <laughs> I'm going to say 110 million. That is really close. Is it? Because I heard your thought. It's. Cl- I mean, you're going to be like, that's not close. But it. Okay. But it is when I just say, like, guess millions, and you did that. 152 million. Okay. So that was, yeah. yeah that, it's in the right order of magnitude. You that's really what I was going to say. You were. Yeah. That, that's not, yeah, 152 million. Now, the next question is, how many countries is Disney Plus currently available in? Currently. It's It's a lot. And I think it's probably more, it's probably all of them minus a few, honestly. But I don't really know how many countries there are in the world. I'm going to say that there's in 265 different countries. No, you're giving Disney too much credit there. Oh, really? They're not just widely available. Okay. No. Wow. How many different countries? 59. Oh, that's it. Oh. Interesting to note here that there are 195 countries in the world. So, a bit of a ridiculous overestimate, Justin. Okay. I was surprised. Yeah, 59. And I, I again, I think the idea is for that to grow. I don't know. But but to start, it was actually a slow rollout. It, it wasn't... Okay. Like, when you think about how big Disney is, and as I share some other trivia, it was, it was interesting to read that, like, oh, this actually... Even thanks for Disney rollout small even though it doesn't feel small to us it's not necessarily as large as you think thought they would have wanted to go just worldwide and yeah but i guess not no No. maybe it was a more considered effort in with the languages maybe it's it's not just i just figured they'd go english language worldwide you know what i mean 100 percent, and then go and then add on yeah Yeah, it was interesting but that kind of takes us into our next trivia question are you ready for number three justin i'm ready okay so and this is a this is a two-parter do you know when disney plus debuted what date the month um kind of sort of yeah it would have been in all right so i know it Disney Plus Day, they moved to September this year, but I want to say it came out at the end of August. Let's no, let's say, okay, let's say September, let's say September 2019. Oh, we, yeah, it's 2019. Nice uh, job. Is that August 2019? November. Oh, November 19th, okay. 2019, which is like okay. the whole world didn't know about impending COVID. Yeah, that's right. Wow, they launched that it right this launched, time. Like, wow. Yeah. Okay, so when it launched, when it launched on November nineteenth, twenty nineteen, in what countries did it debut on? Like on that day, it okay. has since grown, but on that day. Let's say you and you said countries, so I know it's more than one. Or it's more than one. So it's United States, Canada, and the UK. No. No. Well. No. Okay. Wow. <laughs> But you're well. You get two out of three: United States, Canada, and the Netherlands, which I don't think is a part of the UK. It is not. Is That's that really right? weird. That's right? Really weird. I was like, the Netherlands. Where did this come? And then the next step, listen to this, was Australia, New Zealand, and Puerto Rico. Hmm. It's gotta so have you something. Can't, it took a while. It's there now, but it wasn't even in the first two installments. Yeah. That's that weird that Puerto Rico didn't come with the U.S. because it is a territory of the U.S. Also that. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's got to have something to yeah. do with licensing There's agreements. There's a week di- week difference. So yeah. Australia, New Zealand, and Puerto Rico when a week later. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. And then they expanded more to Latin America and to Europe and things like that. But that that was a year to two years out, like yeah. in the pan- mid-pandemic. So very, it was just, I guess those two, those two were interesting for me because I was like, oh, I just was taken aback by, yeah. like in my head, it would have been like, they would have been moving and shaking with the start. But again, like... I guess you didn't know, you yeah. know, and we didn't know about the pandemic. And I do think a lot of the success, I'm I, sure that helped. I have you a know? Disney Plus question for you. Yes. How do you feel about ads coming to Disney Plus? Don't like it. Don't not like one it. bit. But I imagine that it's probably coming because it is like one of, if not the cheapest streaming service. It's a pretty good deal. Yeah. And so you'll still be able to you'll be able to get it without ads, but it's going to cost more. Just like Hulu, how Hulu has a cheaper version and a paid ad-free version. Yeah. Well, I mean, what is it? it's almost been three years we've had it for. Yeah. Like. Yeah, we pay that. like a dollar a month. Yeah, we've yeah, a dollar like a month for a year. If you yeah. just keep your eye out, yeah. listeners, around Black Friday and also Disney Plus Day, they usually have some kind of deal where you can get it for a couple bucks a month. Mm. All right, so I have one more for you. Really? Really? Well, that right, one was two, it kind of had two parts. Okay, so the last one, and this is tough. I've been thinking about how to word this. Think about what we've been, this concept of Disney being, the rollout of Disney Plus seeming different than what we might imagine. Just keep okay. that in your head, okay? okay? The streaming service is not yet blank. Profitable. Yes. Sorry, was that was too. I'm sorry, listeners. I probably should have given some more time. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll insert a pause there. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's yeah. great. Well, the thing what is, what made you? How did you? Was a hint just a really good hint I well, gave you, Justin? No, most most online video streaming services are not profitable. Right now, they're at the stage of development where they're trying to gain market share, and part of that is mm-hmm. having like a competitive price and making really good content. That's why really it's good been time. So low. Oh. Really good content is very expensive. Yes, it is. Yeah, so they're really just trying to become the band aid of adhesive bandage strips. They're trying to become the Netflix. Exactly. So Netflix had a huge market share. Yeah. I don't know if they were. They've got to be profitable now. I don't. Well, they're not doing so great now with the, because of the competition. So. You know, Disney has the capital, the backing to take a profit loss if they need to. But I think with, you know, the pandemic, they must have just burned through all the cash that they made with original for original right. content. Right. So isn't this so here, this little this little excerpt I think Justin will appreciate. Despite the rapid and constant growth, Disney Plus is not yet making a profit. As the company intends to invest further into content creation and infrastructure, it is unlikely Disney Plus will be profitable in the coming years. Nevertheless, the fast-paced growth and and for the the ways that they are planning to grow, when it is profitable, it it will be profitable, but it's going to take time for them to get there. Mandalorian is not cheap, you know, Andor is not cheap. There are there original films. I mean, uh, like in the access. But I guess for me, it was just like Disney's doing something that's not profitable. <laughs> like you know, yeah. just like what? Yep. And I think this was particularly interesting to me. And I know that we've talked about media. Media is actually where Disney makes more of their money. They make more mm-hmm. of their money in the media than they do in the park. So yeah. this being media, I was I was a little surprised. But it is a newer arm of it. So yeah, yeah, this is true. All right, so that's it for A Stump's Day. Thanks, everyone. Oh, thank you, Autumn. Thanks for that trivia. Yeah. All right, you ready to get into highly suspect headlines? Yes, this is my favorite part of the show. 
So highly suspect headlines, for those listening, is how we do news on the Easy Dizzit podcast. Mm. I'm going to read Autumn some headlines. I've yep. got three this week. And she has to determine which of these headlines are true mm-hmm. and which ones are false. Yes. And that's a very high stakes situation. Well, Justin's really good because, and I'd like to, again, for, for our new listeners, state that sometimes the headline can be true and that it's a true headline, but it's a f- it's it's stating falsities. Mm. And <laughs> and sometimes Justin's really good at making up things that sound real. Like I'm tricky. They, there's not a strong preference either way or strong urge to say either way. So it gets good. It gets good. Keep listening. If you are thinking of shutting us off, keep listening. <laughs> we should build don't, that into. Don't do it yet. We don't should build that yet. into the intro for every second. <laughs> Don't shut us off yet. Don't shut us off yet. (laughs) All right. So, yeah, let's do some headlines. You ready? Ready. All right. First headline. Disney is making a figment movie produced by Seth Rogen. Stop. (laughs) Stop it. No. I mean, figment, he, they're doing something else with figment that we were surprised about recently. Not the bucket. The D23 announcement. They're bringing the character into the parks. That's right. And we were like, what? He's getting a a meet and greet. (sighs) Seth, can you read it again? Disney is making a figment movie produced by Seth Rogen. I'm going to say it's true. This is true. Mm. Yeah, this is true. This was reported by Deadspin. Deadline, I'm seeing rather. like the, I'm seeing the, the like slowly, like he's being reintroduced <laughs> here. This is, this blew my mind though. Like I read like this. Like a something. movie? Someone, it was, oh, you know who sent this in? Ed sent this in. Thank you, Ed. Oh. Yeah. Oh, nice. And I, I looked at it and I'm like, no, this isn't true. This isn't true. I'm gonna, yeah. I gotta Google this. And it was true. It was being reported by a few different outlets. I think Deadline broke it. But uh, oh wow, yeah. There's gonna be a Figment movie out. <laughs> well, I'll be there. I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna give Figment a. I'm so excited. I'm, for this. So I, I guess that's it. A new character for some. Nobody knows who Figment yeah. is. Yeah. Like so very few people that it's just gonna be like. We don't have to do much new, but here is a whole new character, yeah. so that works. I love that they're taking Park uh, IP and bringing it to the, the big screen. I, I, maybe it'll go to Disney Plus. I don't care. I just love that this is going to be a Figment movie, and I love that Seth Rogen is doing it. That's that excites me. And when you sit, when I thought about when I thought about Seth Rogen, I was like, oh yeah, All he's right. not writing it. Uh, they got the writers from a Pokemon Detective movie. I don't have their names here. Oh, interesting. But his production company is making it, so. I have high hope. Does Disney own Pokemon yet? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I think that's... uh, Mattel? I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure it's not Disney. Okay. Mattel probably has the the toy rights or something, but I think it's a Japanese-owned company. Oh, there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, an American conglomerate could have bought it by now. But so, yeah, Figment, in case you don't know out there, he's a purple dinosaur. who's was created by Walt Disney Imagineers, Tony Baxter, and Steve Kirk. Back in 1983. Yeah. So it was this ride called A Journey into the Imagination. and it, Still there? No. So the original ride is not still there. The original oh. ride featured this character called Dreamfinder and the Purple Dragon, and they took you through a journey into imagination. That's not the ride we did? No. No, no, no. So this that ride was actually longer than the ride we did and, and entirely different. I should say one more thing about this ride. It has a song called One Little Spark, which is, guess who wrote One Little Spark? Our Disney boys. Oh, the Sherman Bros. The Sherman Brothers, that's right. <laughs> so it's got a Sherman Brothers original. So they made a change, and they changed the name into Journey into Your Imagination. Everyone hated it. They shortened the ride. They took out that song. They took out Figment. 
he was just he made like little cameos in it. Yeah. Eric Idle was in there, um, who I love from Monty Python. The one huh. we saw was the rework back in 2002. They brought Figment back, and he's kind of taking uh, you on the tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going through. Oh, okay. So anyway. I don't know, maybe the ride will get a refurb, maybe it'll get some of the updates that, you know, they originally wanted to do that they had to pull back on to make the it's ride cool, longer. It's a cool experience. I, I I think it could be better than it is. Like, yeah. I think it's a really cool idea that could be manifested better. And so hopefully this will push yeah. well, they'll, that to happen. Yeah. They'll at least have to make sure all the audio animatronics are working. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you feel me? And if you're listening, if you've been on the Figment ride, do you get like I like the concept is awesome and I feel like in the realm of Disney experiences it just could really be executed better. And it might just be that yes. it's just an old ride that I agree. been given love lately. I think it was underfunded, yeah. I think it was yeah. budget cutbacks. So yeah. I agree with you, but easy podcast at gmail.com yeah. if you want to talk to Autumn about that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you ready for the second headline? Yes. Disney closes for three days for Hurricane Ian. That's false. That is false. You are right. <laughs> Disney's open. Disney closed for two days for Hurricane Ian. Did they? Yeah, they closed for two just, days. I didn't see any news on that. Like, nothing came up. Yeah. Yeah. So on Tuesday, oh. they announced they were going to be closed for Wednesday and Thursday. Oh, wow. What was the impact? I mean, I, it's not far. I, I'm curious yeah. how much they got impacted. I didn't think they closed it, at all. It wasn't terrible. In, at Universal Studios, there was some damage there. The, one of the Jurassic Park rides, the, the River Adventure, had like a hole in it. The Hulk mm-hmm. was underwater. Portions of the Hulk was underwater. Oh, at oh, Disney geez. World, there was, there was one. It was the canopy for Test Track got blown away. But that's really it. Wow. Probably some trees in the Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom always has issues with trees after storms. But well, yeah, there's trees. Yeah, trees will be trees. Now, wow. So this is what? Like the fourth time in history Disney's close until... That was uh, Ace Dumps J a few months back. I, I it was a number of months back. Yeah, it's closed. It's closed I think at that's least six times. No, no, I think COVID was the third. Wasn't there was COVID. The third, there was like 9/11. weather or like, no. you know, acts it, of God related. There was COVID, 9-11, and there have been quite a few hurricanes. Wow. There, yeah, but I didn't think they closed for most of the hurricanes. Yeah, they closed when I went in 2004. They, in 2004, I think they closed three times for hurricanes. That was a bad year for hurricanes. What? Oh, that stinks. If you, yeah. So it, I'm now, Justin. Do you know what? If people had bought tickets for that day, do you know what the situation is? So yeah. So if you had tickets for that day, what they would do is they immediately made those tickets good for a year. So usually oh, they're nice. good for like a 10-day window. They're good for a year out. So that's if you nice. couldn't go, you could come back and use those. And yeah. that's actually what happened to us in 2004. I think back oh. then the tickets you could use, they were permanent anyway, but we, we came back the next year and used oh, those. Oh, I don't think up. I realized you were you, you had a trip that had to be postponed yeah. because of the hurricane. Yeah, we, we were evacuated because of the hurricane. So we ended up go, driving north in this huge caravan. Not, it was just everyone was going north. But we stopped in Williamsburg and did Bush Gardens, King's Dominion. I then, really, I'm, I'm so yeah. my mouth is open. I know you all can't see this because I don't like. I, a, this is a new story that I don't know about this my. This is a long time ago. This is when I was like 21. So this is gonna be 17 years ago. Oh, when you went down as young adults, yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. did not know that. That you, that, that's a new thing. There you go. Wow. Story, story. So time. you are a Disney hurricaner. That's like. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Life like right, like one of the people that have had, yeah. that have been there during that time. Wow, yeah. I didn't know that. So okay, 
So yeah, they did something interesting though. On Friday when they reopened, they had like a phased re-entry, they okay. called it, a phased re-entry. And what they did was, so I have here, they opened the Magic Kingdom at 8 a.m. for resort guests, but didn't open it for ah. other guests until 10 a.m. So basically there was a two hour early entry for all the parks. Yeah. yeah. So you had two hours wow. to yourself in the parks. I mean, some of the rides are still down on Friday, like yeah. Hall of Presidents was That's down. That's what I mean. It's, there's still probably a lot of people that were like, oh, I'm staying in yeah. bed. So the people that made it to the parks, <laughs> good for you. I hope you all are safe. And wow, you had the park to yourself. That's cool. All, all right. right. Ready the next for the last one? headline? Yeah. All right. In celebration of Epcot's 40th anniversary. Did you know that yesterday was Epcot's 40th anniversary? I didn't know that. It was. In celebration of Epcot's 40th anniversary, Justin from the Easy Dizit podcast purchased two tickets to Disney's Hercules, the mythical musical adventure. You did? This is the headline. You have to tell if it's true or false. Which, I didn't know there was a Hercules show. Uh, the Hercules musical? Oh, that's right. Read it again. In celebration of Epcot's 40th anniversary, Justin from the Easy Dizit podcast <laughs> purchased two tickets to Disney's Hercules, the mythical musical adventure. True? This is false. Oh, yeah, maybe he did. <laughs> well, so yesterday, October 1st was this for Epcot's 40th anniversary. Did anything it else was... happen on October 1st? Yes, it's also our anniversary. <laughs> our wedding anniversary, right. So the correct headline is, in celebration of Justin and Autumn's wedding anniversary, Yes. Justin from the Easy Visit podcast purchased two tickets to Disney's <gasps> Hercules, the mythical musical Are adventure. Are you serious? <laughs> what? You waited for the podcast to tell me this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so, <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Wow, thank you. You're welcome. So you, you blew my really? level. You blew my levels, but I think the excitement was worth it. <laughs> you can, can, you tell, can you tone them down and post? Yeah, oh, yeah it's going to be some work. You that was going to happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, this is true. It's live at the Paper Mill Playhouse in Milburn, New Jersey. What? This is, remember we were talking about Disney Hercules musical happening? because yes, I was confusing that with the movie and we're right. like the Marvel right. thing. And you're like, no, those are two separate things. So this is kind of like people are saying, you know, that this is kind of like a test run to see if it'll turn into a Broadway thing. <gasps> so we're getting like a cheap ticket basically to a potential Broadway show. But th this is Disney, like Disney yeah, this is Disney's. funded. It's got all the songs, this is a Disney production. <gasps> yeah. Disney's Hercules? Oh Disney's my Hercules. God. Disney's well, I, so that's why I said yes, because I'm like, yeah, I would, like, that would be awesome. Oh my gosh. Oh, you're welcome. Would I make a purchase on our anniversary and then credit it for the Epcot's 40th? Like, well, right, well, because. <laughs> not it, that bad. Honestly, it was the second time you said it, and then I'm like, oh, no, it was our anniversary. But when you said Epcot's 40th, it like took the second time for me to register that you. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine that though? Yeah. So I was like, oh yeah, he would do it. <laughs> so I'm gonna I would do it to celebrate Epcot but not my marriage. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my gosh! Tell Let's... All right. So can I read you a little bit of flavor from the I'm website? So excited! Is Lizzo gonna be in it? And Lizzo's not, yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> So, February 16th to March 19th, it's a terrific twist of fates. The inspired Disney animated film is now a mythical new musical adventure. Hercules is the divinely funny story of an honest-to-Zeus hero on a quest to discover who he is 
and where he belongs. Is love a possibility too? Oh, Hades, yes. The Roof Raising Score by Alan Menken and David Zappel features all the hits you love from the film, Yay! including the Oscar-nominated song, Go the Distance, as Zero well as hero. Zero to Hero. <laughs> and I Won't Say I'm in Love, along with newer songs written for the stage. Ooh. The show features a new book by Tony Award winner Robert Thorne, Robert Horn, I'm sorry, and Kwame K. Arma. Ooh. And direction by Obi Award winning Lear de Lear Lear de Bessonnet. That sounds correct. That sounds good in French, right? It's <laughs> really good. All right, so we're going. We're going in March. What? In got, March? Yeah, we got some seats. We got oh. some okay seats. Where yeah. is this in New Jersey? It's at it's in Milburn, New Jersey. So just no, over the line. Yeah, yeah it's oh. not far from New York City at all. Oh my gosh! I'm so. And just so you know, Justin, in my head, this is wild because yesterday you were playing Hamilton, and in my head, like, so for me, I'm, I'll be honest, I'm not a big reader, but I love dancing and I love shows. And Justin actually took me to my first Cirque du Soleil show many years ago. Anywho, I say all this to say, I was like in my head yesterday, I was like fantasizing about the next time I was in, like. Like for several hours. <laughs> like, oh man, we gotta get to a show. No, this is so exciting. So that was a good highly suspect headline. Yeah, you need to do that every week. Okay, <laughs> it's gonna get expensive. We're gonna need to start getting sponsors. If... <laughs> That's tough. All right, stick around for hey, 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 easy does it. So this segment is, hey, hey, easy does it, where we try and use one-star reviews from Yelp, TripAdvisor, et cetera, some places on the internet, and the information we have to help your next trip go a little bit smoother. Mm -hmm. We're going to essentially learn from some of these people's missteps or some of the unfortunate things that these people have run into. Yeah, and hopefully give you some good things to keep in mind yes. the next time you go if you're planning your very first trip. That's right. All right, so I have today a review from Yelp. And the review is actually for the Magic Kingdom Park. Mm, now, okay. the Magic Kingdom Park is re actually reviewed in total four out of five stars with 25,069 reviews. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, got a ton of reviews. Disney's and big, huh? Mostly good. Disney is big. Mostly, you know, very good. Yeah. You know, I, I will say to, to read these, I have to filter for one star reviews. So I'm just reading tons of one star reviews and it really started to get in my head. So I had to read some five star reviews to like mix it in because I'm like, wow, Disney's terrible. Yeah, it's not terrible. It's actually rated pretty highly by most people, but some people have really terrible times. Right. They go on the Internet and talk about it. So let's use that info. <laughs> <laughs> so this. This one I have today is a review. It's a one-star review. The name is Memo F from Urban Honolulu, Hawaii. Okay. It, and it is written back in July of this year. Oh, okay. So figure, so yeah, pretty recent and at close to the peak, not really like the tail end of the peak for summer crowds, end of July. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So this place would be better if they didn't scam you on everything. That's the first sentence. They recommend you get the Genie Pass. That's a scam. You can only book one ride at a time, and there's no way to pick anything in advance. So let's just start with that mm. first sentence. This place would be better if they didn't scam you on it on everything. Right. What do you think she, this person means by by scam? You know, doing things in a way that that least benefits the customer. Yeah. Like they or know maybe that's, that's dishonest. I think dishonest and and 
yeah, not not first and foremost benefiting the the, the users, but yeah. them, but the company itself. You know, I don't want to say it's a scam in that Disney isn't using any like falsehoods or lies. No, no, their lawyers they're, would not allow that. They're letting that. you yeah. know, but there is so much to know in going to Disney that it's yes. easy to not know. And so then there, I get why it feels like a scam. There's a lot of fine print, basically. Yes. So let's talk about some of that yeah. because. It could feel like a scam if you're not aware of the situation, and you think if you, your experience is maybe with other theme parks, some, this idea here that you know you get the you get Genie Plus, which gives you access to Lightning Lanes, right. lets you go closer to the front of the line, that's going to cost you extra. Right. So you might think, well, you if you've been to only Universal, you think, well, I can just go to the front of every line right. back to back because that's how Universal system works, and that's very similar to how the Flash Pass system at Six Flags works. That's not how it works at Disney World. You can book a lightning lane. You can't book another lightning lane until you've used that lightning lane right. or two hours have passed. Right. So there's a, there's a grain of something and, there. And again, there's like, I think this is like the only theme park <laughs> that uses this kind of system. It is. So I would, like if I just like went and be, I, I would assume, oh, I could just wait and get in line or yeah. like maybe, okay, I could pay more if I want to do, you know, get on this thing. But that whole concept does feel yes. scam-like. And they went on to say, and you're only able to book one ride every two hours, and that totally sucks. Yeah. Fair warning, I will be saying sucks one more time in this. <laughs> at least one more time. I have the feeling by looking at Justin's face. <laughs> so, and I think this doesn't, this idea of, it could feel like a scam. Basically, you have an expectation that your vacation, your Disney World experience will be more inclusive than it actually is. Mm -hmm. There's another complaint here related to that, but, and so she just brings up two things. And I think there's there's more than that. I mean, mm -hmm. if you you may think if you go to Disney World and you need a wheelchair, for example, that they'll just give you a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. They will charge you for a wheelchair. Right. You might think um, you're going to pay a regular amount of money for food. <laughs> you might think you're going to pay two or three dollars for a bottle of water. Right. You're not. You're going to pay six dollars for a bottle of water. Right. That could feel like a scam. Right. Because you and and a lot of people when reading these reviews, they bring back, well, I paid 120, 140 dollars to get in. How are you going to charge me $6 for this water, $7 for this water? That can feel like a scam. Right. So right. planning, knowing these things, and Photo budgeting. passes. You walk by. I think that one, I get it, because you walk and you see other people, basically, well, they'll have nothing on them, and they're just stopping, and these photographers are taking pictures of them. And so you would think, again, I paid a lot of money for this ticket. Can't I just go up and like be Get able to have these pictures? You have to pay for that. So actually, Autumn, that yeah. is the next thing that this person brought up. Oh, let's so, get into it. When it comes to pictures, people, please save your money. We paid $200 for family pictures package. It's almost impossible to find a photographer. This place sucks. It feels like every turn you make, you're getting scammed. So here again, this person paid $200 for the, uh, be the memory maker. Right, right. And yeah, so I, so I think they're using scammed in regards to I paid, I, right, there was less access than I imagined for mm -hmm. what I paid for. Yes. Or I had to pay for everything that I didn't think I would have to pay additional for. You know, in regards to the, Photographers, it, mm -hmm. they, I mean, I know that they are generally, you know, decently present throughout yeah. the parks, but you do, I mean, there's, and there's just so many people That's though. That's the thing, like, there's you lines. can miss, there's so many people, there's lines, you could walk by three, but not yeah. even like have it, like. It wouldn't be uh, weird for there to be three to five on Main Street. 
Yeah, and you might not even, literally not even see them because you are just as a sea of, like, it's yeah. just a lot of people. Yeah. And so I understand that. I think the root of what this person is expressing is frustration that they, right, that, that like, there would be more included and there wouldn't necessarily have to be more money or more seeking out of things. Yeah. And that is very much Disney. And, and I feel for them, this person, because... I would be that person if I wasn't married yeah. to you that wouldn't have known that, you so, know? And there's a lot of people that go to, that don't know that. And so let's, let's help our listeners out with a little yeah. bit of information around photography and so you can yes. save some money. Yes. Number one, you could go without buying this package uh, and still get your picture taken. So you can purchase the pictures individually. They're very expensive. I wouldn't recommend that. Or you can hand your camera phone mm -hmm. to the people who are, are taking the photo pass takers. They will take your picture with their phone. With, with your with own your phone. phone. Yep. So you within that same setup and they'll do a half decent job. I will also take the picture for you if I'm there. If you <laughs> ask me, I will take a picture. So, so, so will I. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of them. So, and, and honestly, probably 80% of the park, you know, you hear a lot, of, like, do you want me to take a picture? Everyone wants to help everyone else have a good time, often mm -hmm. at Disney World. Right. And taking right. pictures is part of that. Yeah. So you can, so the price tag she's talking about is $199 for this package if you buy it within, if you buy it day of or within three days of your travel date. If you add it to your travel package, say if you're booking with me, I can add this and you'll save $30 there. Mm -hmm. So what it does include is it includes the photo pass pictures from, but it also includes ride pictures. So if you're doing a lot of rides that have cool photos like Seven Dwarves, right. Space Mountain, Thunder Mountain, things like that. And it's, it's for the entire length of your stay as well. Right. So if you're going for two days, it's not worth it. Right. I, I would, I would not advise, right. you know, to spend $200 unless you have like extra money. But if you're trying to be thoughtful with your money not worth it for two days. If you're going for one day, you can buy a single day package for $80. Mm. $70 for a single day. So if this person paid $200 for one day, that, that would have been really sad, especially yeah. if yeah. someone didn't inform them there was a single day package. Wait, again, and there's so, this yeah. is- They don't advertise so a single day package that well. In, in the next, I didn't know if you were going to say this, Justin, but the other thing is if you, it does sound interesting, especially, you know, one of the trivia facts I'd given Justin was that most people are, go to Disney and it's a once in a lifetime thing. The majority mm -hmm. of the people that you see there are there and they will not go there again. So like it, it is special to be able to have photos. What yeah. I would suggest, a lot of people do tend to go in like larger groups that you can split the cost of it and you can yeah. share it. So the, the very first time Justin and I went, we had a friend that had gotten it and yeah. they were able to basically share it. So we weren't paying $400, yeah. but we just divided it, right? We divided yeah. it up between the four of us essentially. Yeah, definitely. You can split those up. Split All you have to do is add them on your My Disney Experience and Yes, they're going to see your silly face you made on the Haunted Mansion, mm. but as long as you're comfortable with that, it's fine. Yeah. So yeah, that's a great tip too, Autumn. Do I have anything else to say about PhotoPass? No, I just, I mean, it's unfortunate that this, that because $200 is a lot of money to not be satisfied with a purchase. Yes, I and guess. to not feel like there weren't enough people in the park, like you purchased yeah. this thing and yeah. didn't get it. I would complain. Yeah. I would try and go to guest services about that. You might not, you know, it might not work out, but... If you, you know, they can look in your account and see you only got so many photos, right. they might refund you the money. I'd give it a shot. Right, right. I, I definitely, and, and we'll probably say this a lot on this segment, that if there are experiences like that that you have where you just weren't satisfied, you always want to start with kindness. Yes. You really do. But I would absolutely 100% encourage you to bring it to them because oftentimes yes. what happens is they really pretty easily try to rectify the situation by giving you something. Yes. And the caveat 
to that is what you led with being nice you have because to be. Disney cast members actually do have a pretty good amount of discretion with how they're going to help. And they if you do. come at them with the heat and the fire and all the anger in your belly, it it's not going to go as well as if you come with them as with you know hey you know lay it out for them exactly what happened how it impacted your trip and you know for the fact that you'd be you'd be very grateful if, if they could help you out and i yeah. mean and if that doesn't work then maybe bring out the fire in your belly but <laughs> and maybe if you're the type of person who only responds with the fire in their belly have someone else maybe with some customer service skills of their own on your yes. in your party address the or work guest together services. the fire in your belly people maybe you're really good at laying out what it is that went wrong lay that out and then maybe have the person that's able to present the information a little more calmly like a there you go. Like a good cop, bad cop thing? Yeah. Well, no, it's <laughs> that would be great. This is why diversity is so important because you have different strengths and challenges within a group and that helps bring it. So anyway, yeah. yeah. So so definitely always bring it. But just remember yeah. that everyone that works there is a human being. Yeah. And you are a human being. Yep. And that's what I will that's what I will leave with. But yeah, overall I get the sentiment that this person is experiencing and I, I feel badly and I hope yeah, I hope that if they're listening yeah. <laughs> to, to us somehow that that maybe we could help them in the future. I would love that. I would. Really I don't think to. this person's going back. Probably so, not. So. But maybe, maybe, maybe with some time passing. Yeah. Maybe give it another shot. Maybe somebody that they were with really wants to go again. Who knows? All right. So let me wrap this up with, people, please be aware of what you're getting because most likely is not worth it. Sad to say, if you want to get on a ride fast, you have to pay extra per person per ride. They're talking about Genie Plus there. Yeah, and then the I think maybe lane. specifically individual lightning That's light selections. That's what it sounds like, yeah. Not a magical kingdom whatsoever. So here, just to clarify that, because that's another thing that could feel like a scam, and I've, I've read in other reviews, you can buy Genie Plus, which gives you access to a package of lightning lanes that you can book one after another, but there are a few rides, a couple rides in each park where you actually have to pay a separate price. They're called the individual lightning lane selections. Yes. So, this is new. This is not even six months old. Is it quite? Th well, this came with Genie Plus. It came at the same time. It came so it's new, but that's yeah, what I mean. It's, it's a new system. It's a new system. But system. yeah, keep that in mind. These rides will change from time to time. Over the summer, they made some adjustments, and those adjustments were made permanent. So, check online to see which one of those, which ones of those rides are individual Lightning Lane selections. Yes, yeah. and this is confusing. I'm, st I still have to stop myself when I think about like what are the options <laughs> for going on rides when you get to the park. It is in that in of itself can feel scammy. Like, why is yeah. it so confusing? This is an amusement park. This should be easy, right? Yeah. These are likely thoughts that this person and their party and you know I even myself have had. And we'll we'll talk about it more again. But it's there's there's just a lot. So I would say overall too, if you're thinking about going to Disney, maybe you've been once a long time ago. Maybe you've never been. Do some reading. Better yet. Reach out to us here at Easy Dizit. We're here to help you because there is so much and it's overwhelming for us. Yeah. A Dis nerd and his wife. Yes. To to sometimes, right, like navigate it. So and here's a, a we're free, here for you. A free thing that a lot of people don't know about. It is the fact that there are travel planners out there that yes. work like myself. Disney pays me. You don't even have to pay me. There's nothing that could like this they know they have a complicated park. So they pay people like me a percentage of the ticket that you're paying anyways yeah. to tell you about this, to yes. explain Genie Plus, to explain Lightning Link, to book your dining reservations. So yeah. I'm, I mean it's a shameless plug, sure, but it's also I think it's it's kind sure. of reasonable. You are there. paying to have a person travel plan for you, whether you use it or not. Exactly. So why wouldn't you use it? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and yeah, people don't know that, right? And that in itself can feel scammy. Like, what? I had access to this thing that I didn't know I had access to? Now you know. Yeah. yeah. 
All right, so Autumn, I think what to sum up, you know, there are hidden costs in a Disney World vacation. Yes. Some additional research or talking to a friend who's been a bunch or a travel planner can help get some of that stuff out in the open so you don't feel tricked later on. Yes, and if, yeah, and if you're thinking like, hey, this seems overwhelming, or you want to talk through a past experience, like really reach out to us. Yes, yeah. podcast at gmail.com. Thanks, everyone. All right, Tommy, you still got your turkey leg, or did you finish your turkey leg? I enjoyed every single bit of that, Justin. I loved it. <laughs> you, you like, squeezed all the meat from in between the tendons and all that? I can't get enough of it. Yep. <laughs> all right, cool. So I'm thinking, we, we what we said last time, you know, we're taking a walk around the Magic Kingdom. Yep. And we said last time we were going to head to Frontierland this time. Are you still, still down to go to Frontierland? I love Frontierland. Let's go. I love Frontierland too. Yeah. What is it about like the, you know, like Western theme that is just awesome? I just, I don't know. Is it, is it be, when you're a kid, maybe like the Cowboys, the whole yeah. Western, the mountains, and there's something mysterious about it. Yeah. The cap guns. That was yeah. big for me. Cap guns. Cap guns. Sure. The cowboy hats and cowboys and Indians and all that good stuff. Yeah. 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 All right, so we were leaving Adventureland. We were passed by Tortuga Cavern. I say we head right, you know, let's go right towards Splash Mountain, and then we'll backtrack for Country Bears. Is yeah, that cool? Yeah, that's fine. All right. Let's go see Splash. Oh, actually, well, actually, on our way to Splash Mountain, you know what we're going to pass on our right-hand side? Oh. Pecos Bill's Tall Pecos Tale Bill. Cafe. A little, little bit of Mexican for you? Yeah. Do you like that? I, well, I love it. I love this restaurant. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. I liked it when it was Burgers too. Well, they still have the Big Al burger. Do they? Yes. Oh, okay. It's a, a double, double bacon Al. cheeseburger, lettuce, tomato, and a whiskey barbecue sauce. <laughs> that sounds great. I'd it eat sounds it. great. I'd eat it, and I usually wear it too, also. <laughs> <laughs> I think the best part about this for me was just the toppings bar. Like, yeah. every time I went to Disney World, you know, as a young adult, we'd get one burger and or one whatever and just, just demolish the toppings yes. bar. I love it. That is, that is, that's a great, great thing about that is the toppings bar. Yeah. Yep. Since the pandemic though, it's all gone to these like little containers. So it's not quite as luxurious as it once was. No, it's, it's mostly the Mexican in there now, right? Like yeah. nachos, fajitas, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. I was looking, I was looking into this a little bit. When it first opened, it was the Picos Bills Cafe, right? Mm-hmm. And next to it, it was something called the Mile Long Bar. Have you heard of this? No. So it closed in 1998, like a uh, Bill, like absorbed the mile long bar in 1998. But what it was, it was a bar that served like apple cider and, and soda. And you could go in and they'd have um, mirrors on each. It was a pretty small bar, but there's mirrors on each side. Mm -hmm. So if you look to the left or the right, it looked like it went on forever. Oh, that's pretty cool. What a good idea. Isn't that nifty? Yeah, that's a good little trick. I like it. <laughs> That's so yeah, it, it absorbed the mile long bar in 98 mm. and then yeah, now it's uh, it's the the Picos Bill Tall Tale Cafe and you go in there and you can see all sorts of artifacts from uh, Picos Bill's uh, Tall Tale friends, apple seeds pot hat and oh, old yeah. bunions axe, all yep. that stuff. Oh, that's fun. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. All right, so I'm just going to get a bunch of stuff from the toppings bar. Maybe not even get a burger, kind of just try and make a little salad from the toppings bar and we'll just be on our way. Full of jalapenos and just start walking around the park. <laughs> okay. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> 
All right. So first up is Splash Mountain. You mentioned last time, I think, that this is this is a favorite for you. That is a favorite, and I'm a little depressed that it's going away. I get mm-hmm. it. I get mm-hmm. it 100%. And I grew up watching. I remember that movie, The Song of the South. Really? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I remember the Brer Rabbit. I don't remember the, you know, the PC bad part of it. Yeah. of course but i remember the the tunes the the animals and, and yeah. that's what always stuck with me yeah and it's going to be sad to see this go and and what a great ride you know yeah. it's a it's a long ride now it's it probably is. what like 12 minutes long maybe I, I don't have a number on that is that that wouldn't surprise me if you said 12 minutes i'm guessing i'm guessing here but i think it is 12 it's one of the fastest okay. rides down the hill at 40 miles an hour that's for sure <laughs> Well, 45 i think it's a big drop it's right like 50 drop. feet 50 something that's yeah, fun but it just told a, a fun story if you're looking at it from the animals and the and the music mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. part of it so that i'm gonna hate to see that go away but i'm totally gonna embrace what's coming because i know it's good the, disney doesn't do anything terrible i you know i want to be optimistic with you tommy i i am i'm very <laughs> optimistic about it if they're if they're gonna take away my Brer Rabbit. Yeah. You know, then I know they're going to do something good. I have faith. I do have yeah. faith, Justin. The only the thing I'm worried about is like right now, it seems like every, like Disney's very budget conscious, mm-hmm. you know, and screens are also very popular. And I'm just worried about a lot of screens. For a lot of screens. A ride that had so many awesome audio animatronics. I'd be really sad if it got replaced by a bunch of screens. That seems like that's where everything's going. Yeah. Screens. So hopefully not this one. <laughs> I hope not. There's plenty of room in there. It's a long ride. It is. So there's a lot to do in there, and hopefully they can get it all done. So I guess this applies really to the Disneyland version, but did you know that those audio animatronics came from another attraction? No. Yeah, they came from this attraction called the America Sings, and it was actually inside the the Carousel of Progress Theater in Futureland. Oh, no kidding. Out but, in Disneyland, uh, yeah, it was, talking. What's that? In Disneyland? Yeah, in Disneyland. Okay. Yeah, it was for like the the bicentennial, mm-hmm. and when they they were closing it, and there was 114 audio animatronics in there, and Tony Baxter's like, "What do we like? It would be really sad to lose all that." So that kind of folded into the plans for this Splash Mountain. Wow, 100 and how many? 119 animatronics. 114 audio animatronics were in that ride. I don't know how many of those them made the made the leap over to Splash Mountain. Yeah. Not all of them. Because two of them, two geese, actually ended up in the Star Tours attraction. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, they stripped the skin off them and made them into robots. Oh, my God. It's so creative over there. <laughs> it is kind of weird. Oh, God. But, yeah, we... I love this ride. This is, it's one of those, one of those rides. It's, it's like, you won't see anything like this anywhere else. I know. And the last time we were down there, after you finished the ride at the end, and you're, you're coming up to getting off the ride, off the log. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's when the fireworks are going off. And I see a lot uh-huh. of these videos and screenshots or pictures and everything on Snapchat and all that stuff. And it's just, it's amazing. It was such the perfect timing mm-hmm. coming down that hill into the, seeing the fireworks coming down. And then every, yeah. if that's my last time riding that ride, it's <laughs> super memorable. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I love that ride. I'm going to miss it. Yeah, it, it'll be, it'll be definitely... It'll be different. It'll be different, you yeah. know, and, and I hope they, they do a good job with it. Oh, yeah. You want to hear a ridiculous fact for I this one? Facts. Go right ahead. All right. So it was, so I don't know if you've, you've heard it. It was originally going to be called the Zippity, Zippity River Run, right? Zippity River Run. Yeah. But Michael Eisner, who was like the CEO at the time, he's like, no, no, no. We, we, I want to call it Splash Mountain. 
And his reasoning there actually was because of the Ron Howard film Splash that was released in 1984. Really? He wanted to use this ride to promote that Tom Hanks movie. Oh my God. Um, and he also, he had the idea, he wanted to put a mermaid in the ride. And I the was just going like, where's the mermaid coming? Oh my God. I'm so glad they didn't do that. <laughs> right. Oh like that fits That would have been gone a long time ago. They would have never waited till this time to change it out. Wow, All right. that's crazy. So we rode Splash Mountain. We are now sopping wet. Soaked. Let's let's head on up the road. If we look left, we might be a little depressed because we're going to see a closed railroad station. Oh, yeah. Kind of a bummer. It hasn't uh, been open in a long time, but it's close. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. It's They're coming. like hiring conductors. So. Yep, that's coming. Yeah, it closed in what, 2018 recently. Yes, but. it's been four, I think they said four, over four years. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. So, all right, so I guess we don't have much to say about that. Other than it passes through Splash Mountain, that's kind of cool. That is pretty cool. I do I do miss that railroad. It's such a great ride. Yeah. I wonder if they'll have to keep that section closed when they redo uh, Splash Mountain. Yeah. Oh, oh no. They're going to keep it closed again? It's not going to open. The railroad's not opening until 2030. Oh, that would be hilarious. That would All be right. Hilarious. So instead of looking to our left and getting sad, we look to our right and we're going to see... We're going to see Tom the the raft to Tom Sawyer Island. How do we feel about that raft? It's a little jammed up sometimes. <laughs> it's a little busy. We've yep. done it one time. I have a long time ago, actually. It's probably I'm talking 15 years. It's been uh -huh. since I've done anything on Tom Sawyer's Island. Yeah. Have you done it recently? No. It would probably be when I was like eight. So yeah. that like 30 years ago, I think I got you beat. Oh wow. <laughs> So it's it's nice over there. I, I think they could do more with it mm -hmm. to entice more people to go over. But for what it is, I, I don't know. It's okay. Yeah. yeah it's it just looks okay. cool. Yeah. It's cool looking and it's a relaxing spot. But yeah, it's just okay for me. I, I have some memories of the caves. I remember being oh, super yeah. spooked yeah in the caves that's about all i remember and and i remember guns again cap guns or something like mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. yeah it's just it's not my favorite part of frontier <laughs> land but it was again it's relaxing my daughter wanted to go over there she's into all that stuff so at the time right um, so i had to appease her and i <laughs> squished myself on that raft to go but it's it was good i like it it's okay it's a relaxing <laughs> spot it's i'm more of the thrill guy but, yeah, so if know, they bulldoze Tom Sawyer Island, you wouldn't be upset. No tears shed, no. No. <laughs> no. No, they can do something else with that water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's. it's funny. I was looking at the map. There's like a lot of undeveloped land. Like there's two islands. Tom Sawyer Island is actually like two islands. And uh, this, the top island, the northern island, and there's a lot of undeveloped land. So I wonder if with this whole, you know, beyond Big Thunder, if they're going to do something over there. I hope I can't wait for that. I'm yeah. hoping it sounds yeah. great. I don't know what they're going to do with it and how they're going to. I don't. I don't know. I'm trying yeah. to think of it too because I never really thought about what's beyond Thunder <laughs> right? Mountain and Splash. It Mountain. could be yeah. really cool. It could be awesome over there. I mean, how much land is back there that's usable? A good amount. And, really? and they could. I was looking at the maps. They could make it so it connects. They could connect all the way around. So yeah, that could be something really nifty. A really big expansion if if they did it. That park would be huge. 
Yeah. Oh my goodness. No, that, I hope so. I, they had some great ideas this year, and I hope that's one of them because yeah, they could use something else. For sure. For sure. Here. They they have to. I mean, they have to do something in response to Epic Universe coming oh, in twenty twenty five. Exactly. You know, they have to. Yeah. Something big. Something big's coming. So I guess on Tom Sawyer's Island, there's a fun thing they used to do. They used to hide six paintbrushes around the island. And if you found it, you get like a small prize, like a fast pass. Really? Yeah, they don't do this anymore. But yeah, it was a cool little game. That yeah, that's spices pretty it up neat. That's, that's better than the other thing I was thinking of was the burning house. <laughs> I remember the burning house. I remember being scared about like you could. I think I could see it from like the Liberty Bell. Yeah. But I'm like, why is that? Why is that? shack on fire <laughs> i never really thought about it until i was on thunder mountain and as you're coming <laughs> through one of the turns you see it on fire and i'm like what what, what is, is going, going on, on? I'm, i mean somebody you know we didn't have cell phones back then but like get off the ride and i'm like oh, there's a burning building in the back I'm telling all the <laughs> cast members they're like yeah that's fine it's good it's supposed to be there i'm like really what is it <laughs> and i guess it was supposed to be like an, an indian attack back in the day Somebody, okay. like a, a Native Indian, Native Americans attacked this guy's house. Yeah, yeah, had yeah. a guy laying on the front of the lawn with an arrow stuck in him. <laughs> and then his house was on fire, so the Indians burned his house down and then took off. You know, family-friendly stuff. It's totally Disney <laughs> stuff. Yeah, that's right. Up so now it's not burning anymore. Right, right. But I remember it, and, and, I, and I, when I was reading about it now, just going back to jog my memory and it says it was in disneyland but i could have sworn it was in disney world also yeah i remember a burning shack somewhere yeah. somewhere there was a burning shack that's it then it was i can there. confirm that yeah it's been confirmed <laughs> so that was crazy to me but I, that's one of those things you just remember on tom sawyer island yeah yep all right so we get back on the raft that takes forever and no one has deodorant and it's very warm but we make it back that's a <laughs> rough frontier raft, yeah that's rough. Let's go do something fun. How about uh, Big Thunder Mountain? One of my favorite rides. It's so good. It's a great ride. It's totally underrated. Absolutely. Yeah. You think of all these gigantic rides that they're coming out with now. and Yeah. Um, when do you ever have a bad time on that ride? Never. It's fast. The turns are amazing. It's a great story. It's the Old West. Yeah. It's a ghost. It's supposed to be a haunted train. Yeah. I mean, that's all cool stuff. I've never had a bad ride on this. And I, I'm a big, I love big roller coasters, but this is just a fun, fun ride. It totally is. It's it's rickety. It's old. It's shaky. <laughs> it, it's It's got everything. Everything that you would like in an old roller coaster. Yeah. It's, and it's, it, it kind of has something in common with Splash Mountain, the way I think about it. Like Splash Mountain, it's a flume ride, right? Yeah. And... There were tons of flume rides before Splash Mountain existed. They were really popular. Mm -hmm. Disney made Splash Mountain, but Splash Mountain's unlike any other flume ride. Kind of the same thing with these mine train coasters. These were huge. They were popularized by Aerodynamics. Mm -hmm. And a lot of parks had them. Disney didn't. And then Disney made one, but better than any other. Like, it, no other mine train coaster stands up to oh, Thunder yeah. Mountain. It no. is the, you know, mine train coaster. That's the one you think of. And when yep. you talk to people and you interview people and and I, I speak to you, you know, being travel agents and stuff, you yeah. talk to a lot of people, they always bring it Thunder Mountain, Thunder Mountain, Thunder. It's always <laughs> on their list. Yeah. It, it's it's a fan favorite, a, f yeah. a family favorite, you know, for and everyone. 
just about everyone in the family can ride it. Like yeah. it's, it's not so intense where, you know, kids can't ride it. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, like if you don't like coasters, you might not like Thunder Mountain, right? Yeah. But you could potentially, and if you like coasters, you're going to love Big Thunder Mountain. Oh, it's, it has everything. And mm-hmm. it's, it's gorgeous. The whole, the landscaping of it, they did such a great job of that ride. Did you go on this the last time you went? Yes. You did? Yeah. So I haven't been on this. I, the last two times I went, I, I didn't go on this. And before that, it was before 2013 where they reworked the queue. Like, it's like interactive now. Do you recall any of those details? No, because we did the Genie Plus. So we kind of zipped right Got through. It. So we Got don't it. usually wait in lines there. Got um, it. For that That's a good splash. call. Yeah. So I don't know anything about the interactive. Like, I know the interactive at the Haunted Mansion now. I mean, but that's, yeah, it's been a while out yeah. there for a while, but that's fantastic. So what I understand about actually the queue at Big Thunder Mountain is that it can get pretty stale and hot. So yes, that's probably a sweet move to use yeah. the lightning lanes there, right? Yeah, definitely use the lightning lane there. Yep. Yep. That's a good call. It does um, get warm in there. <laughs> yeah. So this was the first Disney World attraction designed with a computer. Yep. So that's interesting. That I, I cool. guess lended to, you know, I was reading something that lended to the smoothness of the ride. You know, mm-hmm. prior to this, a lot of coasters, like uh, the Matterhorn in Disneyland, will oh. kind of break you. Uh, I've never been on that one, but I'm yeah, looking forward the, to it. It's the same kind of tub- tubular steel layout. But yeah, this one's much smoother. Yeah. That one's more of a chiropractic ride. <laughs> if you need an adjustment. That's so funny you say that. Okay. So this is way out, and I don't have this in my notes, but I, I remember reading this, and I, and I think I talked about it on another show. There is a paper, a scientific study, showing that Big Thunder Mountain Railroad will help you pass a kidney stone. Really? <laughs> this is real science. They brought 3D printed models of, of kidneys onto the ride, and yeah, and if you need to get one loose, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad is the place to go. No wonder why it's a fan favorite. Even the kidneys <laughs> love it. Oh my god. That's so good. I will, I'll link that in the show notes. If yeah, anyone, because no one's going to believe me. They're going to be like, geez, pulling our leg. If you have a kidney stone, give us a call. <laughs> we'll get you out there. We can get you fast pass and get. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, sure, a Disney ticket's expensive for a single day. It could be like $140, but that's got to be cheaper than a, a visit to get a kidney yeah, stone blasted. Or a pain, just going through the pain of a kidney stone. Yeah. Yeah. And a 15, I'll pay whatever lightning lane to get in there quicker. <laughs> You get off that ride, you'll be all smiles, and you go right to Pecos Bill and restart another one. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) All right. So our kidney stones have been dislodged, and we're going to head out (laughs) of that that kind of nook of Frontierland back towards Pecos Bill's. We'll pass Pecos Bill's because we already filled up on delicious tacos. And on our right-hand side, uh, we got Country Bear Jamboree. Country, I'm sorry, Country Bear Jamboree. You know, I loved this when I was a kid. Yeah, and then I haven't gone in there in a long time. And when I went back in, I was a little disappointed. I have to admit, <laughs> it's just not the same. Yeah, it's not no. I mean, same. through the eyes of a kid, that's yeah. I get that. It was so much fun. And when I used to think about going, like my aunt used to take me to Disney World. The whole family just loves Disney. And I remember, oh, I'm going to go to Country Bear Jamper. That was just it's one of those things that's stuck into your mind in Frontierland. Yeah. And now I went back with. The little Swiss and yeah, didn't, he was, didn't hit the same notes. No, no, he was like, "Can we go get something to eat?" You know, halfway through, <laughs> it's just not the same. 
So I'm, uh, I guess I'm still a child inside, or the, <laughs> because I love this crap. Yeah. I absolutely do. Yeah, no, I, I enjoy it, but it's it doesn't give me the same feeling. Yeah, no, I know? hear that. I yeah. hear that. And they did cut, they cut like four minutes from the show back in, I want to say 2009. I could be wrong, 2005. I don't know. Yeah. But they, they did cut a, a, a good chunk of it. They got about 35 more minutes to cut. <laughs> no offense. It's going to be a negative 20 minute long show. <laughs> yeah. Which would be nice. An extra 20 minutes in your day is, is nice. I mean, I would like to meet Big Al. Yes. I saw He's... you met the liver lips. Yes, Liver Lips, McCraw, so and cool. yeah. but yeah, Big Al's got the best song, I think. Yeah. Blood on the Saddle. That's yep. just that's my jam. Yep, he's the best. So, they had a Christmas overlay for this. Did you ever get to see that? I did not. No, um, me neither. I very, I've only gone one time, and it was in November to a Christmas, and that was back in 2019. Do they got still it. do that or no? No, it was 84 to 2005. Yeah, nope. I would have loved to have seen that. Oh God, yeah. That'd be fantastic but yeah country beer it's one of those attractions where i'll say like you have to see this attraction you have to go to this attraction but you don't have to go to this attraction every time it's like kind of like the tiki room see it once at least yeah but maybe you don't prioritize it for every single trip i agree one and one and done <laughs> one, and done. <laughs> one and done you have to see it though you, you do it's a part of history there it's been there forever all right, so we, we check out the, uh, you wake up from the Country Bear Jamboree halfway through, and I'm, you hear me singing. We walk out, and on our right, heading towards, you know, Liberty Square, on the right-hand side is the Frontierland Shooting Arcade. Yes. Or sh- I'm sorry, Shooting Arcade. Shockingly enough, I've never done this. No, I don't, I don't think I have either, Tom. No, I would love to. <laughs> it's a buck. I think that's why. Maybe it is. Just... Or, or it was. It was a bug. It, it, I think it might be free now. When they reopened it, it was free. I don't know if it's still free. The website says it, it requires a small fee to pay, so I don't know. Mm. No, I've, I've never done it. I'm going to have to look into this because I, going back now, when next time we go, I, I want to do some of the stuff that I've never done. Yeah. I want to fill the gaps. You know? Fill the gaps. Fill the gaps. And this is one of them. This so, is a gap for me, too. Yeah. That and also the Golden Oak Outpost. Oh, we didn't even talk about the Golden Oak Outpost. I've never been there. So tell me about it. What do you got on the Golden Oak? Well, the last time one of the uh, people that I've had on the show earlier talked about Walt's chili cheese fries. Okay. I need to try this. Apparently, Walt had this chili that he absolutely loved. and they, He was a fan of chili. He yeah. was a man of simple tastes. Yeah, yes. so they put his favorite chili on these fries. And it's at the Golden Oak Outpost. I have to try this. I she see this raved I see what about you're talking this. about. It's a little kiosk, right? Yes, it's a little small kiosk. She raved about this. I guess she was there for the Halloween party. Ah, yeah. Over the 50th, I know they've been pushing a lot of like Walt's favorite stuff. Yeah. So the Walt's favorite chili thing has been a thing for sure. Yeah, I guess it's been there for a while. He was an interesting dude with his eating habits. Mm-hmm. So he, he would travel to Europe with cans of chili in his bag. Smart man. He'd bring a chili with him because he's like, he had very particular food, you know, tastes. Yeah. And he knew what he liked. And yeah, he brought it with him. I don't know. Canned chili, though. I guess maybe in a pinch. (laughs) If you're traveling. He's a man of simple taste. He he wasn't always wealthy. So I guess he... he, uh, Yeah, soups. Made do with what he had. Yep. That's great. But yeah, I wanted to touch on that, too, because I think people should know about this. 
I'm going to have to check it out the next time I'm there. Yeah, me too. Totally. Different. So we get a couple things. We got to eat some chili fries and we got to go to the shooting arcade. Yes. We're going to fill the gaps. <laughs> fill the gaps. Yeah. All right. So where to next, Tommy? Are we? It looks like the, I guess we have a choice here. We could go. Actually, I don't see a choice. I think it has to be Liberty Square. Yeah, that's a great one, too. There's no bad lands. Right? <laughs> There's nothing bad about it. It's just, it's all preference. Liberty Square is small, and I think it, it'll have some interesting uh, stories. I think yeah. there's a lot of fun kind of behind-the-scenes stuff in Liberty Square. Maybe we can talk about next time. It goes, it's all over the map, you know, from Haunted to Presidents to, I mean, it covers a huge genre, really, you know, like all different areas of that. And there's fried seafood, which is great. <sighs> That's all you, Justin. <laughs> the man from Rhode Island who doesn't eat seafood. Unbelievable. I, am, I leave that to my wife. She's the uh, Oysters Rockefeller queen. That's what we call her now. <laughs> All right. So we might need to bring Dina along then for next time when we, we visit Liberty Square. Maybe we can have her step in for that one segment. We can have her review the seafood because I know she's eating there. <laughs> All right, Tommy. So I will, we'll, we will we'll be talking to each other soon and we'll be talking Liberty Square. Awesome. I can't wait, Justin. All right. See you then. Once again, I have to say thank you to everybody for listening to the Easy Dizzit podcast and especially for making this so far towards the end here. And as a reward, here are some plugs. Check us out on Instagram at Easy Dizzit. Also, we'd love to hear your comments, questions, show ideas. I will shamelessly steal any ideas that you send my way. Send them to easydizitpodcast at gmail.com. Of course, as always, those links are in the show notes. And yeah, if you'd like to support the show, a great way to do that is if you're planning a Disney trip, a Universal trip, or a cruise trip, and you would like a little bit of guidance, a little bit of help, I'd be happy to book those for you. I cost nothing extra, and I might even save you a little bit of money. No promises. Also, I've been known to sprinkle in a little bit of pixie dust of my own here and there. So I, I would recommend my own services to you, a completely unbiased. <laughs> All right, cool. Or if a friend of yours, family member of yours is going anytime soon, send him my way. All right, thanks again for listening. And as always, easy dizzy. <laughs>